Hey, hey, and welcome back to Transform Empowered Mindset, guys. You are in for a treat on this episode. I'm so excited to share it with you. So this episode is actually going to be broken down into Mondays, which is today, and then Thursday. I'm going to pick it up and resume it because it's going to be kind of a long one, but you definitely want to be here and listen and just learn and enjoy uh, these two episodes that I'm bringing to you guys. So I'm going to be talking about a parent's guide to learning patience with your kids. Yes. How many of us couldn't use some more patience? I know I can. That is something that I have to really be aware of each and every day because it depends on a lot of different factors for me, whether I have the amount of patience that I need for each and every day. And also how my kids are acting like there's a lot of factors that go into play but nonetheless we want to be as patient as we can with our children because we are their first role models and so we really want to model that to them so i know you guys are going to enjoy uh, these episodes just grab a notebook and pen because you're definitely going to need it for this one and let's dive in hey friends and welcome to transform empowered mindset i truly understand what it feels like to find worthiness purpose, set boundaries, and feel validated as a stay-at-home mom. So if you're ready to find strength through faith to overcome negative thoughts, set goals and boundaries, transform your mindset, and be encouraged, then my friend, you're in the right place. Let's show up with the magic that we've been given by our creator. So go ahead, reheat that coffee or pop that kombucha and let's dig in. All right, so today's episode is going to be all about learning patience with our kids, guys. So I remember all too well, man, my daughters will be talking to me and they will all be talking at the same time. And I'm like, hold on, one at a time. And then my little four-year-old, she'll be talking and because she's still learning so much, she's still like trying to figure out how to phrase her words and how to say them and everything. So sometimes she'll take a little while getting her sentence out and it drives my oldest daughter nuts. Like she gets so aggravated. She's like, just spit it out, (laughs) you know, and that could be or is sometimes what I am thinking, but because I'm mature enough and I know that she's developing and growing and learning that it takes her a little while to finish what she's saying. And so I have learned to be patient, have not always been, but it's definitely something that my oldest daughter struggles with big time because she's ready to talk. She's ready to get out what she needs to say from the day she wants to share. And I'm like, all right, guys, one at a time, like I'm here to listen to both of you. I'm going to let you guys get it out, but you can't talk over one another. And so, you know, she over time with me kind of coaching her through that has gotten better but it's still just a work in progress as it is for all of us. Because even as adults, we love our kids. But occasionally now, if we are honest, our kids can sometimes begin to drive us insane, okay? I know it's not just me. Sometimes the demands like that they need and just the length of the day, how long it is to take care of sweet kids all day can just begin to drive you a little batty. So if this is happening to you, you can maintain greater harmony with your children by practicing the art of patience. And yes, patience is also a fruit of the spirit. 
So as a believer, we have the ability to pray and ask God to really help us develop patience with our kids and also with others. Uh, So when you do this, you are also helping your children to learn patience. And this is a skill that will benefit them for the rest of their lives. And as adults, one of our biggest triggers is cars in front of us moving slowly when we have somewhere to be. Oh my gosh, like that one I'm still working on, just not being so impatient because I didn't leave early. And so now I'm kind of on a tight schedule to where I'm like trying to go around the car, speed up and like just really don't have patience for the other drivers. So that is one that I know we all can struggle with, but that is a perfect opportunity for us to role model patience to our kids. So I'm going to be going through six methods on this episode for you guys to use to learn more patience with your kids. So if you have a notebook and pen, you can write down these six methods. The first method is what are your triggers? So with your triggers, you have to be as specific as possible. So once you learn to understand what causes you to lose patience, you can try to avoid these situations. Or at least you'll know when it is time to start practicing your patient skills. So for me, one area that I know is a trigger for me is long lines at the store when I have my children. Now, I really try to avoid going shopping with all three of them. I try to do grocery pickup most of the time. But as with having a human brain, sometimes we forget an ingredient or something that we need from the store and we just need to pop in there and grab it and then get out. Well, sometimes we can come to the store at one of the busiest times and there will be a long line. And that is a big trigger for me. So just learning to think about whether I need this item today or whether it can wait or mentally coaching myself through it. Like if I get upset, is that going to help the situation? How are my kids going to react? Is it going to cause me to get more irritated with them? Just like all those things that will help to re-ground yourself. So knowing what your triggers are is very important for you to know so that you can begin to start practicing patience in those areas. All right, the second is how do you respond? So what happens when you lose your patience? Just think about that for a minute. Do you get sweaty palms or perhaps experience an increased heart rate? In the future, these warning signs will alert you to react positively. So allow those signs that you may experience, whatever they are, for you to be aware, okay, I'm about to lose my patience right now. So how can I de-escalate myself? How can I reverse the negative reaction that I want to give right now? And start thinking in a more positive way about the situation. It's just like one of the sayings that my parents used to tell us as kids is don't fight fire with fire. So like if, you know, a friend is yelling at you and then you start yelling back at them, like it's not going to calm the situation down. It's just going to escalate and get worse. So that's kind of the same effect if you start to feel like anxious and your heart rate's getting up there and you start sweating, like find a way to de-escalate it mentally because when you have an outburst of anger potentially is not going to help the situation that you're facing at all. 
All right, step number three is to step away from the situation. Now, if you're in the car, this is not always possible. You can't step away. But if you do find yourself about to lose patience, it's best to walk away if you can, rather than reacting negatively. So take a moment to yourself and practice some deep breaths and exercise to calm yourself down. That is something that I've definitely have been able to do as a stay-at-home mom is when my kids have been like really aggravating, super frustrating, really having a challenging moment with them. If I'm not 100% sure what to do in the situation and I can just feel myself starting to boil with anger, I will just walk away because anything that I do or say, for one, it's not going to come out right and then it's not going to be helpful for the situation either. So I have to go walk away, regroup, and then address the situation when I am calm and then share the consequences with them because of their actions, but not allow myself to burst out in anger and crush their spirit because that's not something I want to do. All right. And number four is you must be patient, not just preaching patience, but you have to be patient yourself. And none of us are perfect. We're not going to be patient 100% of the time. Absolutely not. But it is just something we desire to work on so that our kids can learn to be patient as well. So our action speaks louder than our words. And it takes action to practice our patient skills. So we actually should put ourselves in situations where we have to practice patience. So a time when we have had to practice patience, my husband and I, is in the car headed out of town with the kids. And they'll keep asking, are we there yet? This is taking forever. When are we going to be there? And I mean, it can be mentally draining sometimes. So we try to avoid getting upset by playing a game with the kids. It could be a game of I spy with my little line. We'll do that for a little while. And then we'll play another game. I mean, whatever you can think of, simply just to get their minds off of it and to also get your mind off of it. And playing a game really does work because you're focused on now something else versus how long it's going to take you to get somewhere, whatever your the thing is that you weren't patient about. So definitely lead by example on this one. All right. And number five is patience is an intervention. Yes. Patience as a tool can be applied to any situation. Once we understand its value and apply it correctly, we will no longer react in anger or frustration or at least that's what we aspire to not do. So our kids are watching us. And when we choose to react in anger, because we simply are not in control, because we don't have patience, it's a lot of times because we have lost control now. We are not in control of the situation. And so it causes us to be anxious and to lose patience. So when we begin to model this for our kids, they will be able to model it when they're dealing with their siblings or kids at school or maybe even their toys. Sometimes my little girl will get super upset when she can't get her toy to work or function the right way. Getting upset, I try to redirect her and say, hey, just ask for help and then be patient until you get that help. And I mean, it's a work in progress. So we have grace with our kids and with ourselves until we get there. All right, and number six, have reasonable expectations. So this one is huge. Even for me, I found myself the other day again super frustrated and super aggravated 
because there are things that I desire to work on and that I want to do. And so I will naturally set a goal like, okay, I'm going to have this assignment accomplished by this date. And so throughout the week, I'll be like hustling, trying to get it done. And if it doesn't get done throughout the week, then by the end of the week, I feel defeated and super frustrated. And I'm like, hey, what happened? And I have to get in silence because I'm an introvert. So I really have to get in silence. I get recharged and then I can think about where I'm going wrong here. And so I discovered that I simply was not being realistic. Like managing home and taking care of my kiddos is a full-time job. And so, yes, I can have other things that I desire to do and want to do, but I have to be truly realistic about when I can do them and to really space that time out and give myself grace. And if I don't do that, that is when I find myself losing patience. So I encourage you guys to just take an assessment of whether your expectations are realistic or not. Because it's just like expecting our toddlers to learn to potty train overnight. Like that is totally not realistic. Or expecting our five-year-old to learn calculus. Like it's impossible. So we simply have to understand that many things just take time and to have patience. And if you are in the season to where you are getting ready to potty train, oh my gosh, put on your patience hat because you are definitely going to need it. All right, guys, that is it for today. I will resume the other five methods on Thursday for a total of 11 methods to learning patience with your kids. I hope you guys have enjoyed them so far and that you have been encouraged and blessed by them. So real quick, I'll recap on the first six. The first is to know your triggers. The second is how do you respond? The third is step away from the situation. The fourth is you must be patient, not just preach it. The fifth is patience is an intervention. And the sixth is have reasonable expectations. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have not signed up to be an insider of the show, which means knowing when I have free gifts and free mentor sessions, which I plan on launching the beginning of the year, then please sign up with the link in the show notes that says count me in. And lastly, if you have not joined our free community that is for us moms who are in the season of managing our homes full time, we're staying at home and you would just like encouragement or to be mentored, then I encourage you to join our free group called Transform Empowered Moms. I cannot wait to see you in the group. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, you can always reach out to me at support at KimberlySexton.com. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you back on Thursday. Hey mamas, if this episode has encouraged, motivated, or inspired you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. I can be reached at support at KimberlySexton.com. Remember to click five stars and leave a review. Please and thank you.